Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ. And it's Tam Bam, y'all. We here. <laughs> and look, we got some women on this today. They got 42,000 black women to deal with. So imagine that shit. <laughs> right. We got the lovely Janae Smith, Davon Rees. And India Monet, I believe they're all based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and they're all booming in real estate. One is even a hotel owner. All right. So listen, these are women who are getting to the bag. They're sharing their experiences with us. Um, Even a little bit about their relationship. Because, you know, you can't come on We Talk Back and not talk about these niggas. So (laughs) we be all in people's business because that's what we do. So tune in. Thank you, ladies, for joining us so much. Thank you for having you. Thank you for excited to be here. So, um, tell us all your names and how you guys started in the real estate industry. So, we're gonna start with India. Hey, I am a real estate investor here, based in Atlanta. My entry into this game is a little bit of a of a, a hell of a story. It's a long story. So. Um, let's see if I can shorten it. So I was an entrepreneur, right? I was a fashion stylist and, um, a clothing store owner, boutique owner. And I owned my store at the time for a few years and I was working full time and I did a pop-up shop one day, right? So I did this pop-up shop and worked all day, was starving. I was leaving a pop-up shop at like nine o'clock. 
um, on the way to a restaurant and out of the blue, this, this car comes flying up the street doing like almost 90 on a residential street and smacked the car that I was in super, super, super hard. So hard that my car went back up the street and ended up in the patio of a restaurant here in Atlanta. And our car hit a waitress and she broke some ribs. Oh, God. Uh, oh, wow. Stopped because of a tree. Right. And so I was a passenger at the time. And um, I guess I was just in shock because I tried to jump out the car. Our car is like smoking. It was a whole bunch of chaos. You know, it was a bunch of people outside of the restaurant. And I started to like pull myself up out of the car and I couldn't move. I was stuck. Um, the car was smashed down on my feet, literally. So I was mm. able to pull my left foot up out of it, but my right foot was stuck. So it took like 40 minutes for the paramedics, firefighters, the police, pedestrians, white folks, strangers, all trying to get this car off of my foot, cut in pieces, piece by piece, because they didn't want to cut my foot off, right? Um, and so that happened. And by the time I got out of the chair, I mean, the, the car, my, my feet was, both of them were completely shattered. So mm -hmm. I have like 11 metal plates through my left foot and a couple of screws to my right foot. I had to get emergency surgery the next day. And I ended up in a wheelchair for about six months. Oh, wow. So, so that, that, that kind of began this journey, right? Because in that chair, I realized I had to create passive income. I had to create streams of income that were going to flow whether I was walking or not. Um, something just dawned on me. Like, you know, I had always wanted to invest in real estate, but we always think we have time. I started. That's an amazing story. A lot of people may not have made it the way you have, have that, to have that happen to them. So. Yeah, that's where that financial literacy come in. Because, you know, a lot of people come into money all the time. You know, we like to think that, oh, there's no money in the black community. It's plenty of money. We just have bad spending habits. They typically go get their bodies done. Exactly. And guess what? That ass ain't even working. I'm telling you. <laughs> and they still on that ass in a call center. On a whole flight <laughs> laying on their stomach riding home. Okay? So, you don't see that. <laughs> What'd you say, AJ, to go work in a call center? Yes, they get that fat ass to sit on it all day in a call center. Like, it does not make sense to me. If you're going to use the ass, if you're going to get the ass, please use it. God damn, charge people to see it or something. <laughs> Javon, tell us your story, how you got started. So I got started, I got started working as a front desk agent at the uh, Hyatt Regency Atlanta. So I've been in the industry for about 14 years and I probably was at the Hyatt for about six and a half years. I mean, I worked probably every position you could think of. Well, I wouldn't say every position, every shift because I mostly stayed in the front office. I did task force meeting and I traveled to different hotels to help open and to help train. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, I need, I need to do something else, right? I love the benefits. I love the people that I work with, but I just needed something that was a little bit more challenging. And so an opportunity came and it was an unpaid internship because um, I, I knew I wanted to get out of operations, but it was hard for me to, you know, go into corporate. It was like, oh, stay in operations, right? Um, I didn't go to school for finance. I didn't go to school for real estate. So I had a lot of strikes against me, um, which didn't help me, you know, trying to transition into commercial real estate or trying to transition into investing, hotel investing. And so an unpaid internship came along my way. 
I took it for about three months. Um, yeah, I was part of about three months and, um, I was like, you know what? I like this. This is cool. That was my introduction to commercial real estate. That was my introduction to hotel ownership. That was my introduction to the transactional side. That was when I saw the possibilities of actually developing and owning a hotel. And so I took that unpaid internship, like I said, stayed there for three months. And then I, they kept me on, right? Mm -hmm. So I left Hyatt and uh, stay, I stayed there for about two years, went to Boston uh, and I was there for about two years. And at the time, my portfolio or hotels that I was asset managing was about mm, probably north of a billion dollars mm-hmm. um, that I had to oversee and help oversee and oversee the portfolio. And I just saw the amount of wealth, you know, because we had access to folks, you know, uh, professionals checking accounts. And I'm like, wait a minute, is, that, th- is this real? Like you right. really had this many zeros. I had to do a double check. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, is this like over like sixty million and somebody back in wait a minute now, I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong position. Right. You know what I mean? Because it was their actual it's like, you know, bank statement and everything. And so I was like, wait a minute, I'm helping these folks build their brand, you know, I'm helping oversee their portfolio and I was like, you know what, I have something that I, I would like to do for myself. So 2017, I ventured into entrepreneurship, right? And I started my own company called Divine Group. Uh, and then 2019, um, I, I partnered with one of my um, college friends, Jessica Myers, and we formed Epic Collective. Where, and um, in 2020 is when we acquired um, our first property partner with Nassau Investments out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we uh, acquired our first hotel property in um, El Reno, um, Oklahoma. Um, it's a home two suites, 85 rooms. So that was, that's my story and my journey into uh, hotel ownership. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Now, let me ask you this. Because that's something like really huge to jump into. Were you affected by fear at all? Like, I did. Um, I was. A lot of people told me, I tried to partner. It's so funny, right? I tried to partner with a lot of people because I wasn't, I was fearful that I couldn't do it. I felt, I felt like that. I had to do with others. I didn't have enough money. Like I just, cause this is what I was surrounded by. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't around people who looked like me. I wasn't around a lot of right. people. I'm not really around a whole bunch of old white men. That's what I was around, mm-hmm. right? White women. And that was it, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, I mean, I would go to conferences. It would be 400 plus people and I'm the only black person. Right. And, and then you got the, you know, the servers and everything over there. But other than that, it was just me. And so I was fearful. And finally, um, and then I even tried to partner with black women mm-hmm. who were seasoned, who had hotels. Talk about it. Talk and they were like, it. no. And I'm like, wait a minute. We're right. supposed to be working each other and helping each other. And they're like, no. And then black men, they don't wait. So I don't want to, I'm not downing them or anything. It's just that they were older. And, you know, in, my, in their opinion, I was inexperienced. I didn't have access to capital. You know, they're just so used to doing, they're used to a certain system. And I respect it. I respect them. I'm not talking bad about them or anything, but I just realized that, I can't wait on them for my dreams, right? I knew I wanted to own a hotel. And mm-hmm. so finally, I just had to just do it on my own and just figure it out, right? Um, mm-hmm. I had to figure out how to raise capital. Really, your really your network is really your network. Mm-hmm. And I don't people realize that, right? People mm-hmm. think, yes. oh, you know I what? always say that. Right, right. Relationships I, I, is way, 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 way. They, just, just, they, they're they worth way more than anything exactly. monetary. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Right. No, I didn't. When I was starting off, I didn't have millions and millions of dollars in my bank account. I'm like, where am I get, where am I have my body's hotel? But what I was able to do, I was able to pull people together. I was able to pull my network, right? I was mm-hmm. able to pull my network and we were able to collaborate. We were to come together and we were able to raise capital together. Um, And then the deal just made sense. And that's how we was able to acquire the hotel. So did your network consist of any other brown people? Girl, all of them, honey. Okay. So you did find some brown people to work with. And the thing is... Oh, wait, 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 wait. These ladies. (laughs) Oh, they're not on this deal. No, no. Okay. um, We we actually (laughs) met this year. It's so funny. But um, no, what, what I did was I remembered how when somebody didn't really give me a chance to partner with them on a deal or didn't give me an opportunity to really invest. And so what I did was um, I partnered with people. I worked with people who really wanted to invest, who had the capital to invest, and they not necessarily had the knowledge. I knew I had the knowledge. Um, but partnered with people who had more capital than I did. They were more capitalized, and they were had better relationships with the banks because of the side of the industry they were on. And that's how we were able to, to close on a deal. So did you have, do you have any formal education? Like, did you have any, um, I know you said you didn't have any education in real estate or were you, did you do any financing? I, mean, I everything for like hospitality and sociology, but nothing like, so what, what you I do, you ended need up to doing. go to school for like finance. You even you need, mm-hmm. you need to go to school for finance, economics, mm-hmm. or real estate. Okay. So self-taught. Right. So experience. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, the people who I worked with, they went to Cornell and Harvard and MIT. So that was... That, you know, I just think, I hate to say that I kind of think they don't say education. <laughs> right. But no, but that's, that's the, that's the thing is that when black people get a hold of anything, and that's why I think a lot of people outside of black community, they're afraid of our potential. Because when we get a hold of some information, we excel. But they period. don't think we're listening. They don't think we listen. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's a part of the cold switch. Like you can't even let them know, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So. All right, Janine. All right. Tell us your story. How hey. did you get started? All right. So my story probably falls in line with our topic tonight about relationships and business and all that. So um, mine actually came out of, honestly, one of the worst times in my life. I was engaged to be married, planning a wedding to my daughter's father. And I was coming out of work and I got a call on Valentine's Day from another woman. And I can 100% say um, it spiraled me. I was like, you know what? I'm sick of working at this corporate job. I'm sick of taking their crap. I'm overweight. I'm miserable. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and you know, like I was definitely kind of sad and depressed for a couple mm-hmm. months, probably smelled like a lot of tequila. Um, mm-hmm. but at the time I had a nanny, Miss Sheila, who she still to this day, she's been with me, um, with my daughter. And one day she came in the room and she was like, look, um, so I think you've been in here long enough. Like you cried long enough, stayed in the room long enough. She's like, get dressed and go out the best thing that ever happened to me um going out and getting back out kind of re-sparked um my drive my desire for my life and Mm -hmm. literally two weeks later I quit my job I took a new job Mm -hmm. on the first day of work I met my now fiance okay Um, I was 
absolutely not expecting to meet anybody. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, we always say, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to do me and my daughter. And my friends were like, oh, my God, you're ever going to believe in love again? It's like, yeah, girl, just to see. It'll work out. Doesn't mean it's not out there. Exactly. For you know, God's going to give me what I'm supposed to have. Right. And um, <laughs> I didn't like my now fiance at first. I was like, oh, not sure. I, he was a financial advisor. And I was mm-hmm. like, I need more more tools. I need life insurance, all these things. So mm-hmm. I um, gave him all my business, did all my mm-hmm. life insurance with him, financial planning, 529 college plans. Like, he just like mm-hmm. got me in line. And so then one day he was like, you know, what do you really want to do? And I said, well, I've always wanted to do real estate, but mm-hmm. I just at the time didn't have the money, um, no education whatsoever, except all the HGTV I had watched while I was depressed in bed. I was like, I can do this. Right. <laughs> I write down stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so um, he was like, What's your 401k look like? What's your equity look like? I said, equity? I said, oh, you have some of that. And at the time, I had been renting rooms at my house to, like, friends, old coworkers, um, people like that. And I was charging them, basically, my mortgage. So mm-hmm. I was just paying my mortgage down, paying my mortgage down. And he's like, yeah, let's check it. He's like, hey, you know, give about... 50,000 right here. He's like, the market looks good. This is several years ago. Like, we could just kind of use your house as your first one. Let's fix it up. And I was like, yeah, I got some bonus money coming. I was like, I think I have about like 10, 15 grand coming. Like, yeah, I guess I could fix my house instead of doing ugly furniture that I'm not going to keep from American Signature this year. So, like, all right. So, me, my dad, and my fiance, we painted my house. My mom came, we planted my front yard, changed out cabinet, carpet, everything. Put my house on the market. I went under contract above asking in three days. Ten days later, I had a little over $70,000 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. Me and Nick, we moved in together into an apartment with my daughter, and we launched the business. And um, from there, as I was going through this thing, I was like, ugh, feels like there's no other black women that I see out here, like trying to go to networking events and things like that. I just didn't see us. So I was like, I wonder if I should start a group and find other women and see if they want to like hang out and I can educate and teach and talk. And honestly, that's where Black Girls in Real Estate grew. So I've had Black Girls in Real Estate for over a year and we're now at 42,000 black women in real estate. Congratulations. It's it's turned into a huge platform. I teach, I coach, um, we connect, we do deals together. I have a development deal on the table. Um, Mm -hmm. I meet all these amazing women. I met Devon in India um, through the platform. So honestly, it just changed my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to do something different than to continue to like, live what I call an ordinary life. I'm going to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been my complete focus, legacy building for black women and family. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've built on that. So your, your, um, your group doesn't mm-hmm. consist of black men at all? No. Okay. <laughs> but they are coming to my conference. I have a conference mm-hmm. in um, 
Cancun at Breathless Resort on August. And mm-hmm. actually, a lot of women are bringing their husbands, so mm-hmm. it'll be good. But they're literally, it's just us in there. And okay. all the different, so, like, niches. So, so is, it not, is it not open to men, or is just... No, it's, okay, it's, so the reason why I'm asking these questions is because I have a few friends in real estate. Um, a couple um, women, but one of my uh, guy friends... Um, he's out in the Midwest. He does really well in real estate. And he just mentioned, it's crazy. He just mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago that um, he finds like the, like, like that the black women that are in real estate in his area, mm-hmm. they kind of like keep secrets. They don't, <laughs> they don't really like, they don't really like mess with the men. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, how do I, that? Like they network, they don't network network with me. They only network, you know, amongst themselves. So I do have one-on-one students that are males. I have a couple actually. Mm -hmm. I have males that come to the classes, but the group is specifically driven towards us. That it's no shade. I love our brothers. No shade Mm -hmm. towards them. Um, I just think that us black women, we need a leg up too. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think maybe the guys may feel like a shade. These niggas mad. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's no, it's no competition, right? So, because mm-hmm. recently I've gotten into um, stock option trading, mm-hmm. and the guy I've been working with, he really just wants to mentor black women because he feels like you know Asian women have their Asian men, mm-hmm. white women have their white men. And I don't know if you guys are on Clubhouse, but it's like a constant battle between black women and black men on display for the world to see at this point. I agree. Like, what's going on? It's too much for me. Like, I do like Clubhouse, but I feel like everybody on there is in competition. So it's like Mm -hmm. everyone wants to level up the last speaker. So if you're like, oh, hey, yeah, I own a hotel. Well, I went to the moon last year. And on top of oh, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't get that on my stage. When I say I own a hotel, they be real quiet. So I'm like, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Thank you. It's ridiculous. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like finesse city. And I have a lot of friends that are like, why don't you use Clubhouse? Why don't you do this and that? I'm like, I literally organically grew my entire platform to 42,000 people with no outside marketing, no promo, just me and word of mouth. Like, mm-hmm. not that that's I, real. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no shade towards any of that because I, you know, I could probably be even bigger if I did do some of that. But mm-hmm. I just don't know if, like, that's my space all the way. I love right. Clubhouse. I know. I love it too. I, I, look, too I got some time. investors from Clubhouse. I had some folks invest in, in some of my hotels from Clubhouse. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I hate Y'all are going on tour soon, right? Where are you going and like, what's that going to look like for you? So <laughs> we're going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We're going to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Come on, Charlotte. Oh, you in Charlotte? Yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming to see y'all, man. Charlotte's going to be in January. Yep. Okay. DC. That's in September. Houston is in July. Miami. Miami is in November. Mm So, what do we have? Like five cities? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not including the conference. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Before we get into anything else, let's pay some bills real quick. (laughs) 
Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG. 37 highway MPG. 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front-wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 35 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all-wheel drive. 29 city MPG. 36 highway MPG. 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front-wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. So I got a question. Going back to you, Janine. Mm-hmm. You said a woman called you. You need to tell us what she said. What <laughs> that woman said to you, girl? Oh, she wanted to see. 
Hey, look, because we, we can still pull up and fight her now. Just, I know you already moved on, but <laughs> residual last whoopings. We can do that. Basically. <laughs> did she try to join your group? That's the biggest yeah. question. Did you deny her? <laughs> no. Did you be petty mayonnaise? I would have said, No, all you do is charge her a super premium. Uh, I'm telling you. A little more. I'm telling you. Well, let me say this. Basically, she called and was like, and, and here was the crazy thing. The number was one of those numbers where you like, it's the same digits as like the other person. So it's like the family plan where like mm-hmm. two digits are off, but the same numbers are on, like the first couple numbers. Right, the last four. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, yeah, man, even if I'm like, hey, man. Like, hey, babe. Like, this is Lakita. And it went from there. Just like, <laughs> I've known about you, all these things. I mean, it was, I mean, honestly, it was crazy. We, so my daughter's seven, so we were together almost six years. And in his true Atlanta fashion, just, you know, double life in it and being messy. Yeah. Okay, so wait. So the woman knew about you, but you didn't know about her. Mm-mm. So essentially, she was a side bitch. Essentially. <laughs> Girl, she's still a side bitch because she came in into the group. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no way. It's a movie. It's a movie. Girl, you funny as hell. You <laughs> can't even get in the club. <laughs> no, be not. You know, I'm petty. I'm like, wait, Lakita? We're going to have to bleep her name out there. <laughs> oh, is that her real name? I don't even know where her Oh, look at, I, mean, I don't even, girl. I don't even know her, and I don't even like her. Look, like, we, don't, know. we don't want no legal issues over here. No slander, <laughs> no uh, libel uh, lawsuits. Listen, right. I will bleep that hey, didn't came right. out. Thanks for being a real friend. Are you all? Are you all exclusive to black men, or will y'all date outside of your race? Well, oh, hold on, Janina's on. Janina's in a relationship. She's getting married. Right. India, is he Is he black? But I had this moment when I was in college. I went to DePaul University, which is like a predominantly white college. Mm-hmm. And there was this white boy. He was cute. He was outside the club. And one of his friends ran up to him. And he was like, because he was looking at me. And I felt like, oh, maybe I'll say something. His friend was like, hey, bro, there's porn for that. And I was like, oh, my God. No, not say yes. that. That's what I'm saying. After that, I skewed any white man that ever wanted to like talk to me, look at me. I was like, oh well, to them, it's just finish. Yeah, but never. That's crazy. Yeah, that's you know what, bitch. (laughs) I probably would have. I probably would have hockey spit on his ass. I swear to God. I'm sorry. I could be real disrespectful. I would have did something. I was like. What? Yeah, it was like it was so shocking actually. I mean I was younger, I wasn't like full Beyonce mode, but I was just I I always were ready to fight. (laughs) I cannot believe somebody had said that. It was like that to me it was so disrespectful. Um Mm -hmm. what what about what about you, India and Devon? Are y'all exclusive to black men? Yeah, I don't do others. 
I don't no, know. You to me, it's like, oh, they're, they're cute. Like, it's kind of like seeing kids. It's like, you're not attractive. It's like, oh, like, that's a cute little boy. You know what I mean? Like, they can right. be cute like that. But <laughs> we as black women, we're exclusive to black men, but they aren't exclusive to they're us. Not. Right. Uh, and that's why we end up sharing so much more than we would like to, I think. I, I, I love my brothers. I support. I support my black men, so I I'm, I will date. You know, I've never actually dated. Well, I dated that when I was younger. I did date outside my race. I dated uh, someone who's Cuban, mm-hmm. so that's probably the only time I dated outside my black. race. But that's still like a race. It's, it's still yeah. still a minority. Yeah, but I and never. I like, don't y'all feel like white men always date women that look like? really more like ethnic or African. Yes. Um, yes. I don't think they're really attracted to like like skin brown girls. I don't they, I haven't seen well, that. Well, why y'all never really try to, I take that back. When I was in Boston, I had like a couple white guys try to talk to me. But mm-hmm. that's, that's a like Real dark skinned girls with big titties and nappy women. Nappy okay. That's what they like. I done seen some nappy weave. It looked like this one girl had like a mop on her head. Like just <laughs> oh, a mop. You know, like, like that now. And I that's wanted to do the comb. Um, can we call the spade the spade? I mean, <laughs> but let, let me tell y'all, I have a whole theory about that and why when you see a white man with a more ethnic looking woman, because you know they, the whole thing out here, the whole conspiracy is that white people numbers are declining, right? Yeah. I think so, so when you, especially like in Europe, places like that, you see a lot of black mm-hmm. women with white men. Yes, that's, that's because they're trying to survive at this point. I really feel that way. I really feel oh, like it's yes. like survival of the fittest at this point. Oh, because wow. over here, you, you'll you see more black men with white women, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The genes are stronger that way. But I really feel like like these white men, they're trying to survive. So why not get with a white woman, I mean, a black woman that can produce? A black woman is not going to create a white child. So I don't understand what you mean by that. Yeah, but then... The man in the home is going to have like the the biggest influence on the house, right? Mm-hmm. So science says it only takes three generations to change a race. So mm-hmm. now, if you have the black man to the white a white man to the black woman, three more generations, you should get another white person. Oh God, I never heard that. No, I, so you, I never heard that. Before. Google it. I read it. <laughs> Wait, <so laughs> I swear to God, yeah, what you mix with black is blacker, blacker, and blacker. Black. That's not true. No, that's not true. Look at look at look look at Meghan Markle. Look at Meghan Markle. Her baby is white. Yeah, that baby. That baby. Her baby is white. She's part white. Yeah, she's part white. Right. So now that's why that black woman's children will then be part white, and then you so on and so forth. So now, if your father is white, usually, so you have. In America, you have black men that are with white women, right? So Mm -hmm. their children, nine times out of ten are more inclined to then be with black men. If you are a black woman with a white man and procreating, because the man is still going to be the head of the home for the most part, your children will probably be more inclined to be with white men. Do you see what I'm saying? So you have biracial children then going with white men. Are they going to go back to a black man? We don't know because they weren't even raised by one. That's what I, my point was about. Like typically, if you see a, a biracial male who has a white mother, he typically dates white women. Right. Drake. Look who Drake procreated. And as much as he yeah. loved black women bodies, like you you let your seed go into I don't want to call it a seed, you let your air, 
because we're talking about somebody who's worth millions and millions of dollars. You're now transferring that wealth to this Caucasian woman or whatever her, her, you know, whatever it is that she is. So, um, yeah, like you, you like black woman bodies. So you get you a white woman who has the features and that's who you procreate with. Like that's a white man. Drake is a white man. <laughs> Drake daddy is all the way black. He is not a white man. All right, question. Um, so do you feel ladies, are, are India and Devon, are y'all single? Y'all single. Do you feel like it's, it's harder dating now that you have, you know, greater wealth? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, for me it is. It's kind of, yeah. Where, where are you located, both of you? Oh, you're all in Atlanta. Atlanta. So yeah. I know it's harder, because especially when you just want black men, because the numbers are slim out there, baby. The numbers of men out there that are actually interested in women and then actually interested in black women is very small out there. Well, you have to cipher through. If I hear that one more time. Yes, because why can't women just be women? Why we got to bring the fucking right. table? Why do we have to bring it? No other I'm so tired of hearing about that damn table. table. I'm like, what? Shut up. Get out my face. Stop <laughs> your table. Stop <laughs> your hotel. Bump a bag. Buy me a hotel. How about that? <laughs> Buy me a, I set you right up. Buy me a hotel Stay real on, quick. Stavon, you're like, what you got going on though, friend, is it's hard. Is, you're you're in level of dating, like you it's either hard. need a very submissive man that can just go, and, and I can't, I can't date a submissive any, man. It wouldn't work. You either need like a nanny that can like <laughs> come with you and do what you need to do, or you gonna have to get like a boss. Would y'all not date men that make less than you? No, <laughs> no, not me. Well, I mean, it's you can make less, but your net worth, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, what was your, what was your, when she's saying you can have a high net worth, you can make less only if you got a high net worth. That's what you're saying. Well, I mean, because it's kind of hard because it could be intimidating, right? Right. You know, it could be intimidating. You know, because te- technically the man is supposed to quote unquote make more, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it can be. We can say this, but will a man really truly feel secure that his woman is? Men, I hear them say it, and then when it happens. It's completely it's it's, it's a different yeah. ball game. Can't it. They can't handle it, you know. If especially if the, they they want a hard working woman, but if the woman gets the spotlight and if she's doing this and she's doing that and she's making more, it's 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 it's, it's, it's you know it's, why it's they want much. a hard working woman because that's all they saw their mom doing, right? Absolutely. So now, didn't you say you want somebody to what you bring it to the table, like shit. What you want? Like you said, you know what I mean? Like you want somebody that's bringing a lot to the mm-hmm. table. So then you get a woman who brings a lot to the table, but then you want her to be some. It's, that's they a whole other like, conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have somebody who does bring a lot to the table, but can't. You know, I have meals from 
what is that? Fresh to go, fresh up, whatever. Or have a have a nanny in the maid, right? In the maid company, like there's some differences when you really are um, a true entrepreneur. Like the superwoman uh, syndrome, in my opinion, is very real. I think we've all done it. We've all tried to kill ourselves for our business, and we know that that's not a healthy space to operate Mm -hmm. within. Mm -hmm. Um, Self care and being able to step back is important, especially when you have a platform. You know, people say, oh, yeah, 42,000. Well, guess what? That's 42,000 women that are trying to be responsible. That need certain things that you're servicing, that you're working with. It's a nonstop factor. Yeah. Um, so self-care really comes in that you have to have a partner that understands Sands what you're yeah. building and doing. And hopefully they're supportive. You yeah, they're supportive. Absolutely. So, India, what were you about to say? Because mm-hmm. when Tam asked that... Yeah, oh, you you had you look like you had a um a difference in opinion maybe. So at first I was saying the reason why they are so big on this table in Atlanta I think is because there are so many successful Black women so they almost can have a choice. They know mm-hmm. that they're slim and there's a whole lot of us. So I call it a playground. Atlanta is a playground because they have so many choices, right? And they come from like, Janine's from Chicago, I'm from Ohio. Those smaller areas or, you know, like hoods, they kind of get with the people that they're with early and stay with them for a while. And Mm -hmm. you don't like elevate, right? Like go to college and get your master's. You don't get to experience as much, right? So here Mm -hmm. you have a lot of educated women, a lot of Black entrepreneurs, one of the highest, this is probably the highest concentration of, you know, women entrepreneurs. So they got a whole lot to choose from so they could play more games. Um, but aside from that, you were saying, would I date somebody that makes less than me? My mm-hmm. thing is, I know how to create income, right? And I know how to purchase assets that are going to create more income for us as a couple. And so sometimes they just don't have the knowledge. Like, so it kind of depends on their drive, like their, their foundation, right? Do they have any type of foundation? Because if you don't have anything, if you have no educational background, most of the time you don't have the discipline to do what I'm going to teach you how to do or to maintain right. what I teach you how to get. So you can't be like making a whole $100,000 less than me, but, you know, maybe 10, 10, 20 grand less, and then we're going to with that <laughs> you know what I like mean? that the thing is that I never really had a project before my men they just be cheating they be cheating and doing dumb shit like that like they gonna make some money they gonna have a business but or they gonna sell drugs but they, <laughs> they gonna be on some real bullshit because you know most men who get money they gonna have women so it's just yeah. like it's like now it's like a What's the damn trade off? Like your sanity because yeah. you fucking bitches or exactly. like exactly. <laughs> that part. No, that's so is, is having a woman outside of you, let's say you're with a man who's making you very happy, Janine, you are. Um, if he has a woman outside of you and you find out about it, is that a deal breaker for you? I'm out. Out. We're completely out. That's you a deal breaker. That money. She out. <laughs> yeah, that's a deal breaker. I am not about that money. Yeah. And even when I found out the first time, that was the final day. Broke it off. Ended my like engagement, called off the wedding. All that was done within two hours. <laughs> oh wow! I had nothing to think about. See, it's not a deal breaker for me. A little, a, a piece of pussy on the side is not a deal breaker for me, honestly. Oh, oh no, yeah, that's a deal breaker. 
Is it okay? So now we're too old. You should have gotten enough. I am family oriented, but I just don't have. I feel like sometimes we set unrealistic standards for one another when it comes to our real human nature. Oh shit! No, I used to feel that way till I've seen men. You know, I've seen you know relationships and 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 marriages that have been together for years and years and years, and the men did not. Of course, they look, but they didn't. They 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 didn't cheat. They didn't step out. So I actually, I, I didn't. Growing up, all my friends' parents were married. I never saw a divorce. My parents, thirty fourth. My parents been married for thirty five years. High school sweethearts. Um, I really firmly believe in the power of marriage and the power of like the right person. I think it just takes the right person. And, and mm-hmm. if you get that, you might feel a little wiggle room. Like, ooh, I might. But when you get that one nigga that just does it for you, girl, that's a different. Ooh, what it's, that it's a different feeling to be pursued and loved on. Like, mm-hmm. it, girl. Thinking about it right now. Okay. Getting all excited. So he gets some head tonight. And I'm going to get early. <laughs> like, the changes are mine. You just got to meet the right one. He's out there for you, Sam. I know that. The right one or the right two and the three. Let me tell you, one nigga is stressful, man. I'm telling you, one nigga is stressful enough. Men have like five women because I would be sick of me. Like because they love headaches. They love headaches. Like they like I. You know I was just talking to one of my exes recently, and I'm like, you know what? You should just take a break because he's not a bad man, but he runs through women. And I'm like, I'm just happy I'm not one of those women no more. But you should really take a break, dog. Like, (laughs) how do you? I said, are you planning on? Um, you know, getting some real money because I mean, he owns a home, he has a job, you know, but. You cannot build no type of wealth exerting your energy on bitches all day long. Like how? Because you're not focused. You're not focused. Because yes, you focus just on too many other women. Way, like with, getting their like, energy. You know what? I'm, I'm going to think about it. You're right. I'm going to think about it. And you're just letting all these, you you putting your demon energy out there and receiving all this demon energy. Like you're going to always be confused. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just take focused. a break from fucking bitches sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like he's about to be 40 years old and still out here smashing everybody he can get his hand on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So are, 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 like that. are all of you mothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel like uh, juggling motherhood in business? Or do you Artists. ever feel like you, you're failing on one end? Oh, you yeah. To the yeah. Other? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Davon and India, you guys are not in relationships, right? No. I'm, I'm How do y'all feel about proposing to men? I'm halfway. What do y'all feel about the phenomenon? India, wait, the phenomenon of proposing, huh? India says she's halfway. I'm halfway in one, but you will never catch me getting on my knee. That's (laughs) no, I ain't about to propose. No, I'm not doing it. If either one of y'all do. Um, you don't have to worry about it because it's not going to happen. I would be like, take get your ass off. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm already kind of like dominant. Now, I can be, you know, you know, submissive if, well, if, when I get married, but I'm, it just, it just won't work. I feel like it's, there's definitely a balance and there's definitely roles. So I, I believe in that. And that's like the man, they really like playing really big, two big things, that first date and that proposal. And that's something that they should have 
that they should plan and be in control because they now just messed up the dynamics in the balance. Yeah, and it's so. just it's, it's it's almost the same thing as a man taking you on a date, like you on your cell phone looking through all all the different niggas. Like, let me see, sending mass text messages out to people who gonna take me on a date. You want to go out to eat? Like, it's the you same know, thing as getting on your knees and asking a man to marry you. Like, if that man wanted to take you on a date, he would have planned it and he would have hit you up. If that yeah. man wanted to marry you, he would have planned it and he yeah. would have got on his knees to marry you. That's yeah. like Chris Lampkin and um, what's his name? Chrissy oh, Jim Jones. Oh, him. yeah. Still ain't married. Still ain't married. Um, <laughs> All right, Tam Bam. Okay, Tam Bam. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a reason for it, right? Like, I need, look, y'all should have told me to bring my teacup, my mug, because. <laughs> This is just a whole little conversation right here. Yeah. This is a little R-rated for me, okay? I'm going to touch my pearls right now, okay? Touching your pearls. She was like, Eddie, like, Devon, boo, I got you. I'm drinking a tea for us, boo. I got I, I got you, boo. Devon, you ain't paying for no dates, neither? Who am I paying for no dates? <laughs> is it okay to wear a bonnet? In the airport? No, 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 no. I don't know how to wrap my hair. So I'm like, you got that, that decent hair, hush. You out of this conversation, okay? <laughs> exactly. Hush, hush. 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 Wrap the hair. Janine, that was high school. We was combing them rocks. Yeah, what's that, what's that, a doobie or something? What was that called? Yeah, that's like 20 years ago. A doobie. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, yeah, that's old. Okay, y'all, that's all I know about a hair wrap. I mean, I've seen I just girls don't, wearing I just it in don't. the store, in the airport, yeah. going shopping to the mall. I'm like, why? It's not okay. I don't like it. I don't that's, know. That's wearing your bed clothes outside. Girl, um, I've seen that too. They wear their pajamas. I mean, it's sex. Mm-hmm. You in sex and you got on the bonnet, baby girl. What the you doing? Slippers, the furry slippers, the furry slippers. That's because we live in Atlanta. That's strippers. They got off of work, took the money, and right. They got their duffel bag. I'm you, India. It's like you don't know what people got going on. Like somebody could have just passed away and they hopping on a flight. You know, I don't. I just, I just don't care that much about other people. Like with the bonnet, like. I don't, I, none of my friends would ever wear a bonnet to the airport. Those are different people. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we a different alien over here. Like they something else. So I don't really care about what they do. I wouldn't have my grandmother myself. would turn over in her grave. Like I was raised where you couldn't even go to the kitchen table unless you brush your teeth and wash your face. So a bonnet, yeah. a bonnet couldn't even come to the kitchen table. So you think I'm going outside with a bonnet? Mm-mm. We weren't no even man. allowed to eat outside. Like Thank lots you. of girls like chips and stuff outside. My parents would have been hot. You have to just eat in the kitchen and that was it. Absolutely. But I feel like these are PPP travelers. You know? Girl, I want to say it, you did. I don't want to say it, but you did. <laughs> if you don't let people leave them people alone in their check, okay. <laughs> PPP travelers, they going over there to the Dominican Republic to get their ass done. I'm just about to that. <laughs> Hold on. Before we get into anything else, Let's pay some bills real quick. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Drive, zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. So we have a segment on our show called Dump It Story, right? And it's where women... And we have also shared a time where we got played. Ooh, oh, man. This so is public, y'all. You... <laughs> this is public. Look, if my best friend, my best friend, she was like, wait a minute, let me call in. I got a story for y'all. Well, <laughs> and like, girl, me, yes, I heard it. Let me hear to do it. <laughs> I like, got several stories. <laughs> they heard the late child. Get her right on here. I love India. India is the cool and calm and collective one out of us. She's just. But I'm just laughing. I'm, I'm, right. like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm sure I got a couple. You know, I have great so, relationships with my exes. Great relationship. One of them was my mentor. He has like 52 properties. Okay, let's talk about that just right quick before we get, because I do have a sim series from a man. So sim series is going to be like your equivalent to a dumb bitch story. But just right quick. So <laughs> you're in a situationship. You, you, you're getting into a relationship, right? How does your significant other feel about you having uh, contact with men that you've been with before he talks shit and that's about it he can't really stop it so you know I, I, like we kind of like alpha females i'm a gemini too 
So I I, Ooh, I, make, I love y'all, girl. I make them you talk to them, but you can't shut down. You know, like I said, my exes are like business partners for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I always have good relationships with my exes. So I don't, you know, it's not something he can really stop. He has talked, you know, he has talked some shit about it. But then one of them, another one of my exes owns, 100% owns a dealership. And he had me have him looking for him a, a BMW last week. So, hey, they resources for both of us at this point. <laughs> that's, that's always my thing is like, I don't want to get rid of good people. No. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's yeah. an ongoing argument in my relationship. Like, I don't want to get rid of good people. And I'm not asking you to either. Like, if you know some people that are good for you, good resourceful people, mm-hmm. good, you know, and also just even meeting new people, new friends can oftentimes get you places old friends can't. Right. So we just limit ourselves to each other for 50 years. Like, how the fuck are we supposed to grow our yeah. network, our net worth, everything? You can't. Yeah. Hold on, let me find this, uh, this simp story right quick. So this guy's name is I was born fly 86 on Instagram. All right. So he says, I was dating this girl in 2007. After a few months of talking, she asked me, could I help her pay for school and pick up a few bills in the house? Because she was going to cut her hours from one job to focus on school. So I did pay $3,000 for one semester of school, took the money out of my 401k. And I was paying for and I was paying her rent, car note and car insurance for six months. Also, $1,600 a month for rent. I even pick up a second job to support her and her dreams. After a few months, something wasn't adding up. To make a long story short, the money I gave her for school, she used it to help her boyfriend get a lawyer to fight a drug case. She was also selling drugs on the side for him. (laughs) Once he got out of jail, they started back dating. But she called me and said he had been beating her every day since. <laughs> that sounds like a some series and a dumb bitch story all rolled in one. <laughs> when you were telling the story, the bag. And, he's, and when you say he took out his 401k, I knew where it was going. I, I knew it was going to go to the jail, but I knew it was going to be she messed up. <laughs> and so, poor, poor boy. Now he ain't gonna trust Terrence like that. Be messing it up. Exactly, because that could have been somebody who was willing to go in his four hundred one k to help y'all get a property. You right. know what I'm saying? So now he's not even trust trustworthy trustworthy of women anymore because of one bitch. Again, that's a bitch. We gotta do our homework, right? We gotta tell the Who are these people? That's the problem. Yeah. Girls are so quick to just give it up, do all this stuff. Like we gotta check. Mm-hmm. No, he was good. It was her. He wasn't changing. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is like even with him, he should have done discernment to know mm-hmm. what, what you got going on. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, Girl, she could have been a con artist. But you probably did. Out of our 401k, like, let me say, let me say something because this is not. Ooh, I feel bad for you, Terrence. But I, I feel bad for Terrence. You don't, you don't just give money away, right? Our brand is called labels you create income streams with the money i would have said i'll give you the money to start an airbnb and that'll create that extra cash for your bills or whatever now you know you gave the money one time and the money just got blown this is why even when my 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 parents or family members come asking for money once you give that money away that one time they're gonna come back and ask for some more exactly Uh teach them what to do with the cash so that the cash creates ongoing income whether it's, I don't know, go get an Airbnb, a Toro, start an ebook, an e-commerce business, 
whatever. This is why you don't just help people by giving out money or just spending the money. Because once it's spent, it's spent. And he didn't got spent. Terrence, stop spending uh, your money on girls. That's but Terrence, we appreciate your good heart. You know, yeah, yeah, have a good heart. heart. <laughs> well, go ahead, ladies. Plug yourselves again. Tell us your Instagram. Tell us where everybody can find you. Um, at Davon Reese, D A V O N N E R E A V E S. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm on Clubhouse. All right. No, so, no I'm at Miss M I S S Janine Marie J E A N I N E. And you can find me at Black Girls in Real Estate, uh, blackgirlsinrealestate.com, and Black Girls in Real Estate on Facebook. So we're pretty seamless. Love to have you. This is India Monet. So it's underscore first India Monet on Instagram. My brand is Land Over Labels, which is at Land Over Labels on Instagram. And um, landoverlabels.com is where you can find us. Oh, we just created our new tour page which is Black Girls in Real Estate, the tour. So follow us again. We're doing Atlanta, Houston, Miami, Charlotte, East and Chicago, and Cancun. I got it. That's in the world. Hey. <laughs> All right, Bye. ladies. Y'all have a oh, this one. was fun. Thank, Thank y'all so for the much. invite. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You know what, bitch? I love black women. Me too. I love us. We're so dope. And anything that we really put our minds to, oh my God, we're going to conquer it all. Seriously. Yes. Love it. That was fun. It was. And you know, I got a lot of, um, I know, you know, I actually had a real estate license in South Carolina, but Mm -hmm. I never sold any real estate. I just had my shit on, um, what do they have it? Not not suspended, but um, I worked for a broker for maybe a week so that I can... I guess it's called, I can't remember exactly what they call it, but it's like you make it uh, inactive, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. I was in college getting a real estate license and I re- like, I've always known about real estate. Like, this is how you get the bag, but you need money. I was broke. So I realized that while going through the real estate classes, like, I need some fucking money. So I might get back into it. Yeah, definitely yeah. go to their thing in January. I'm going to go. Shit, I might hit the one up in Atlanta. I think that, that may be even a little bit sooner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I'm trying to go to Cancun so I can uh, <laughs> learn and be Stella and get my uh, groove back. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe we could do Cancun. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. And they said they're going to have some in there, too. Mm. Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if you guys enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast at. And don't forget to check out blackeffect.com. Yes, and don't forget to send us your dumb bitch stories, your Sim series stories, and don't <laughs> forget to ask your favorite black friends, AJ and Tam Bam. We're here for you. <laughs> y'all take it easy or suck it easy, whichever one. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.